OTB GAA. Hurling games, all we can do is do our absolute best, and but we have to dust ourselves down and we have to go again. Just be the best that you can be after that. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Thursday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with last night's Champions League action. Inter Milan are firmly in the driving seat to reach the Champions League final after a 2-0 win over their city rivals AC Milan in the derby at the San Siro. Edin Dzeko volleyed home the first goal after eight minutes and Henrik Mkhitaryan got a second just three minutes later. Milan had to do without Rafael Leao and have now lost all three games this season when the Portugal international hasn't played. He might miss the second leg next Tuesday as well. Some good news for Milan and Leao, though, as he has signed the new five-year deal. The last time Inter reached the final, it was in 2010 when they won the competition under Jose Mourinho. Dzeko believes his side could be further ahead going into the second leg. We were lucky to score in the first 11 uh, minutes two goals and uh, probably we were unlucky not to not to get the third one, uh, which would be much better for us, but uh, we have to be happy with the 2-0 because on the paper we, we played away game. Tonight, it's the Europa League semi-finals. The team that won the Conference League last season... Roma played Bayer Leverkusen. Jose Mourinho goes up against Xabi Alonso, who he managed at Real Madrid between 2010 and 2013. It's the third season in a row. Roma have reached the semi-final of a European competition. Just one defeat from the last 25 European games at the Stadio Olimpico. Juventus are at home to six-time winner Sevilla in the other semi-final. Sevilla dumped Manchester United out in the quarter-finals. Also two semi-finals in the Conference League. West Ham are back in a European semi-final one year on from their Europa League last four defeat to Eintracht Frankfurt. The Hammers are unbeaten in Europe this season with 11 wins and a draw as they look to win a first major trophy since the FA Cup in 1980. David Moyes feels his side could be finding form at the perfect time to beat Manchester United on Sunday to move seven points clear of the relegation zone in the Premier League. They have home advantage for tonight's first leg against Azed Alkmaar. Moyes says it would be one of his greatest achievements as a manager if his side can win the competition. I've been really fortunate. I got to quarter-final of the Champions League with Man United. Uh, lost in penalty kicks in the quarter-final of the Europa League with Everton. Last season I was in a semi-final with with, uh, with West Ham and this year we're in a semi-final again. So uh, I want to try and take it take it that one step further. It would be, it'd be easier to, to say it than what it is just now if I could get to a final. Uh, and, I, and I refer back to probably the serial winner and Jose Mourinho you know the serial winner found winning this trophy so special for him for his football club and and for me then I'm saying well you know if ever I needed somebody to show what it's like and how hard it is it would be it would be Jose and uh, he treated it as if it was so important so there'll be no way I'm treating it any less than less than that Fiorentina has Basel in the other Conference League semi-final all those games tonight kick off at 8 o'clock Chelsea remain on course to retain their Women's Super League title thanks to last night's 6-0 win at home to Leicester. Chelsea are just a point behind leaders Manchester United who they played this Sunday in the Women's FA Cup final at Wembley. Chelsea still have three games to play in the league and obviously have a game in hand over United. Manager Emma Hayes says she's not getting carried away. Our job now is to continue to put pressure on Manchester United. We're not in the driving seat, we're in second position and our job is to make sure... You know, that we go into next week's game against uh, West Ham, knowing that we win our game in hand, that we're going to put ourselves in an even better position. One of those three remaining games for Chelsea in the league is against Arsenal, who are up to third place and into the Champions League places 
after last night's 4-0 win away to Brighton. Arsenal are six points behind United, but they've also played one match less. The Gunners have confirmed today that Switzerland captain Leo Alti has signed a new contract. She's made almost 130 appearances in all competitions since she joined Arsenal in 2018. Former Chelsea and Arsenal defender Gilly Flaherty was on OTB AM earlier on and said she can only see one winner of the title now. Main thing as well from the last two games with Everton and Leicester is before them two games, Man United had such a big goal difference on Chelsea. And because of those results, now the goal, their goal difference is the same. So it's like now they've completely shut that. So whereas before you could see if it went down to the wire... United would have dominated Chelsea on goal difference and they could have won the league on that. Chelsea have bridged that gap, which was obviously really difficult to do. And in my opinion, I thought, again, Leicester was going to make Chelsea a lot more difficult than what they did. But when Chelsea are in the form that they're in and they've got that hunger, they've got that ruthlessness, you don't really want to be the team that's standing in their way. Um, like I said, Peniel Harder coming back, she brings so much to the team and she's been out of the team since November. So she's been a big loss for them. Um, but it just clicked at the right time for Chelsea. And for me, I, I can't see anyone else winning it but them. Ireland manager Vera Pau slammed a European Clubs Association directive that players should only be released for international duty 10 days before the start of the World Cup. The tournament takes place in Australia and New Zealand from the 20th of July to the 20th of August. The club's body has argued players should be afforded rest beforehand with a relatively compressed window for some players after the tournament until they return to domestic action. Pau has warned this won't protect players and actually it'll put them in a situation she described as very unsafe and dangerous. FIFA's mandatory release date for players is the 10th of July, which is actually four days after Ireland played their final warm-up game against France at Tala Stadium. The girls in green also have a friendly with Zambia and Tala at the end of June. The Irish players playing in the Championship have already finished their season. Pau says the 10th of July date makes absolutely no sense. I'm really concerned. It's not been wise of uh, the European Club Association to say it like that. There's players that do not have any football for 11 weeks. If you would only release them on the 10th of July with a 10-hour jet lag going to Australia, you can put your ambulances next to the stadium to put to transport them to hospital with ACLs. So it, what they say, the safety of players, they need to ask the experts first before they come out with something. Um, what they have to say and that is what I want to give to them is every single player needs to have at least two weeks of rest before you build up again. That makes sense. And that is something that they should say, not the release of 10th of July with finishing leagues now last week, uh, because there's players 11 weeks without football. It's crazy. And it's just a panic reaction on the base of all the injuries in England. Um, they should look at their own clubs of the training methods. Ireland goalkeeper Gavin Bazunu says his first season in the Premier League has been a learning curve. The 21-year-old's been left out of the Southampton team for the last three league games and the Saints could be relegated this weekend. It's been about learning how to get back up, about learning how to be resilient, to, to bounce back after defeats, after poor performances uh, and somehow keep that level of confidence. And I think for me that's probably the biggest thing I've learned this season is that no matter what happens, you've always got a next game and you've got to just continue to fight and work towards that. And finally, Ireland's European qualifier away to France on the 7th of September will be played at the Parc de France in Paris. It's a venue manager Stephen Kenny knows well. He was there in 2006 when he was in charge of Derry City. France usually play their competitive home games at the Stade de France, but that venue is unavailable due to the Rugby World Cup. The capacity at the Parc de France is 48,000 
which is more than 30,000 less than the Stade de France. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from Off The Ball. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.